All right. You're here on Taking Pennies to the Top, otherwise known as TPTTT, a channel for new and retail investors. Back with your hosts, me, Skies Rocket Stop. And me, Kai's and Trades. Disclaimer, we are not financial advisors. These are our opinions and our content is for entertainment purposes only. All trades or investments made after viewing or listening made by anyone will be taken at their own risk. So on the last episode, we left you with where to start, where to look for your company, where to look at your company information, where to find the things about your company, and basically just how to research your company. So today we're bringing you one of our most highest conviction plays. And that is Fisker, otherwise known as FSR. So FSR is going to be the ticker symbol. And the one thing we really want to bring to you guys about this car is how affordable the vehicle is. The vehicle only costs $37,499, which sounds like an extreme price until you realize how much cars actually cost nowadays. Yeah, and that's uh, almost about half the price as one of their main competitors right now or a company that they are compared to a lot. <clears throat> uh, Lucid. <laughs> but their car is going to be so much more accessible to the masses than some of these other cars that are produced at such a higher cost. Yeah, and the best thing about this is you also get the $7,500 rebate for getting the electric vehicle on your taxes. So that immediately brings the car down to 30000 Yeah, so a couple of the specs of the Ocean is... The base model or entry level model is going to be rear wheel drive. There's also going to be an option for an all wheel drive model. And they're going to do a limited edition high performance model targeting 0 to 60 in less than 3 seconds. Which if you look up the design for it looks super sick. Um, so with that being said, one thing that we really want to bring up about that is the fact that it's going to be super green. This is going to be one of the greenest electric vehicles out there on the market soon. Yeah, they, on their website, they call themselves the most sustainable EV. And by sustainable, it, they mean like the way they're producing it is they can continue to do it without impacting the environment. And one of the ways that they are doing that is their carpet is made from fully recycled plastics that they pull from the ocean, and that's fishnets and plastic bottles. So for all those people saying go green out there, this is probably a car you want to look into for yourself. Yeah, this is probably the most green car that's going to be made. They also have a vegan interior, which means no animals are harmed in the process of it. And they're also repurposing rubber waste that comes from current tire manufacturers and they're trying to repurpose that rubber into their own tires yeah all these things are just amazing about the vehicle and it's a large suv that like we said is super green and affordable yeah one of the features that i like is they're gonna do a heads-up display integrated into the windshield which is the first time I've ever heard of that. Super futuristic. They're waiting till 2021 to actually make this technology. So they didn't start working on the technology of the vehicle until this year. So it can be the most advanced technology out there at the market. And uh, on one charge, they estimate 250 to 350 
mile range depending on uh, weather conditions and your driving style. And the charge times are going to seem kind of crazy when we first state the amount of charge time, but in compared to its competitors, it's really roughly the same or uh, roughly a little bit less. Yeah, they charge at 80%, approximately 240 miles in 30 minutes on a DC fast charge. And from a full empty battery to a fully charged battery in about 60 minutes on a DC fast charge. But you got to remember, they also have an integrated solar roof, which is going to be charging at the same time for you due to the solar. Yeah, and that solar roof is also a two-panel sunroof. So it opens to one of the largest sunroof spaces. It, it gives you such a, a wide picture through the top. That's actually going to be called, too, what uh, the CEO likes to call it, which is California mode. It's for cruising around the beach, for cruising when it's nice and sunny out. And the best part is all nine windows on the car are going to drop. Yeah, that actually includes the rear windshield. So it's a feature that I've never seen in a car before where at the touch of a button, all your windows can drop. And they may they call it the California mode, but realistically, it's going to be a nice feature to use anywhere you are. Yeah, it's going to be nice to have almost like a convertible SUV, which you almost, I don't think I've ever seen a convertible SUV out there at the market right now. Yeah, and so the Ocean also comes with a, it comes with a level two home charger and a fast charge cord optional. And the awesome thing about this is you're going to be able to lease this vehicle. And when leasing it, it's going to be fully, fully warranted by Fisker along with the service. And it's going to be maintained by Fisker, which, which if you also bring it back with low miles or in a great condition, you're going to get rewarded for that. Yeah, along with their charging, their charge ports are equipped with a CCS and a CCS2, which is combat- compatible with most charging ports that are out there now and they're also partnered with electrify america which is one of the most prevalent charging stations that we have right now they're literally all over the u.s right now yeah when i looked it up just in my area alone there was within my town there was already three charge stations by electrify america See, and that's going to give you more opportunity and more chance to be able to travel across country, across town, anywhere, and be able to still get your charge in at any time you need it. Yeah, and so now let's take a look at how the company itself is doing right now. Well, right now they have about a billion cash on hand, which sounds amazing. It sounds like a lot, but at the same time, you got to remember they go through any recalls this is going to pull a lot of their cash away from them so that's one thing to look into yeah there's some bad yeah there's some good yeah it's a lot of money on hand but at the same time like we said any recalls any issues any manufacturing issues is going to cost them a lot of money yeah so with they right now currently have an estimated 15,000 pre-orders and if those 15 just those 15,000 go all the way through to full purchases, they will have made over $500 million just off their pre-orders. And that is huge. That is more than half the cash they have all on hand right now. 
And even with just those pre-orders, the $250 down, they received $3.75 million income just from those little pre-orders they got, not even fully selling their cars. And, and a way they've been able to keep costs down for us and a way that they're able to produce such a high-quality car right off the gate is they're partnered with Magna and they're partnered with Foxconn. So they haven't taken the cost of creating all these things themselves. They're actually partnered with people who are already currently producing high-quality products. And if you guys like to speculate, because I know me and Kaizen like to do our own speculation, if you look at just Magna itself, they're partnered with Apple and LG right now working on technology. Then you look at Foxconn, they're the manufacturer for Apple. So if you look at this, like we said from speculation, Apple's trying to put out an electric vehicle of the future, and they're not looking to partner with just any regular car dealership out there they're looking to partner with with a new dealership a new up-and-coming company and in our eyes that's going to be fisker yeah we like to speculate at where we think these companies are going because we like to look into the future on our picks and see where they're going Um, a lot of people say that when apple produces a car they're not going to choose one of the current major car manufacturers because these companies already have their following and they're already kind of set in their ways. Whereas Fisker is just coming to the market. They're just getting their following and they, in our eyes, would be more susceptible to making uh, an extremely different car and still being able to be received by their following. Yeah, new car, new design, and the interesting thing is this car that they're going to be making with Foxconn, which they have agreed to roughly 250,000 vehicles for production, which is an extreme amount for a small car company, is to also be making a car called Project Pair. Yeah, this is a confirmed project that they have announced. It's not. This is not a speculation. Foxconn and Fisker have confirmed that they are going to make Project Pair. And in my mind, that is going to eventually be announced as the Apple car because there's just too many similarities. Apple, Pair, um, they both are partnered with the same companies, so it would be an easy easy thing for them to do. And uh, the Project Pair, honestly, forget exactly what it stands for, Kaizen. Do you happen to remember? Yeah, Project Pair... PAIR is actually an acronym, and it stands for Personal Electric Automotive Revolution. And that's another reason why I think that is going to be the car that Apple makes. Because everybody says when Apple comes into the car game, it is going to be a complete revolution to cars as we know it. Yeah, so it's going to be the future of just about everything and anything in the car vehicle making companies. And as I'm going to continue to preach to you guys, I am extremely keen on management, which is why I am in love with this company, Fisker, because of his, their management, Henrik Fisker, who is an amazing designer and an amazing CEO in both me and Kaizen's eyes. Yeah, Henrik Fisker has already designed the BMW Z8, the Austin Martin DB9, the Austin Martin V8 Vantage, the VLF Force 1 V10, 
the VLF Destino V8. He also did a Galpin Fisker Mustang Rocket, which is beautiful. His first car that he had brought to market himself, the Fisker Karma, was beautiful. His like kind of revamp to that, the Fisker Emotion, beautiful. And now the Fisker Ocean is also an amazing looking car. Yeah, see, his great background in design. The one thing we like to point out about uh, Henrik Fisker is his past. His Karma Fisker, which he first created. He did a great job on designing. The only thing, it had a battery issue. This car would catch on fire, and it had a bunch of random issues, like not enough space inside of it, and just a few other things that he failed on in the past that now he's bringing towards his Fisker Ocean to try and magnify and produce uh, almost better than his past. Yeah, a lot of the places that were downfalls in the Karma, if you look closely at it, they're actually key points that he touches on in the ocean. He has taken his past shortcomings and he is going to take all that knowledge, everything that he got from his first try bringing his own car to market is going into the ocean and is going to be so much better this second time around because uh, out of a, a lot of the greats, their greatest success come right after a failure. And that's another reason why we think the Ocean is going to be such a strong car. Just like the stock market, guys, you have to fail to succeed. You guys are going to take losses at some point, but you're going to come back and make bigger gains. You're going to learn from your past the same way Henrik is going to learn from his past. Fun fact I always like to point out, though, Mac Miller. I, I know a lot of you guys know about him. He actually bought a Fisker Karma and loved it. He made lots of tweets about it, posted it on his Instagram, social media. So just, just an idea to keep out there that people that are rich and have money are also looking into his cars. Yeah, I think um, one thing that you always bring up to me is something from his past that um, I don't know that much about, but you definitely do, is about the lawsuit that he went through. Yeah, in 2008, Tesla had gone through with the lawsuit because he had partnered with Tesla, and they say that he had stole his design when coming out with the Karma. I forget exactly which, which model it was from Tesla that they say he stole, but Tesla actually lost that lawsuit, lost the whole battle, and actually came out on the news a couple times. I know Elon Musk talked about how his design is flawed and how he isn't a fan of the Fisker karma right after this lawsuit had gone over, and actually Fisker got about $1.1 in fees and attorney fees and a bunch of different things from this lawsuit from Tesla. For me, in my eyes... I think Elon Musk or Tesla was afraid of competition. Yeah, that's one thing that we like to take from that lawsuit was this was a super small car company. He had barely started to produce it, and yet he came at them with this lawsuit that he lost. And in our opinion, it's because he saw such competition out of Fisker. Henrik Fisker is a great CEO, and he is going to take this ocean so far this car is going to be a game changer the best thing is too he has plans of launching it in europe and the u.s at the same time he's actually already has pre-orders in a couple other countries i think you remember him kaizen yeah. his pre-orders we currently have pre-orders in the u.s in canada in denmark in the uk germany and norway literally 
all over the world right now. And in fact, he even left in his last letter to shareholders the fact that he has a clear China strategy, which is a huge purchasing place of electric vehicles, a huge market. Yeah, they have so many people in China. There's such a massive market there for EVs as well. And along with that, the first pre-order of fleets was 300 vehicles. That's so many cars and that fleet isn't isn't going to back out of that commitment. That's that's already 300 guarantee sales. Yeah, and on top of that, you got to remember uh Henrik Fisker, he's one to push and try to create new ideas for the future and uh just get his plans out there for a lot of people. And in fact, right now he's in talks with the Manhattan police on getting his Fisker Oceans souped up to be Fisker police cars. Fisker police cars he's also constantly just drawing new renditions he has a plan within the next couple years to not only make the ocean but he has a full lineup of cars I forget how many that he planned it was like three to four vehicles before 2025 one of which he wants to be a pickup truck another one was like an amazon delivery truck which is gonna be huge if it actually comes into play yeah and i think he's still planning on making the emotion which that car is beautiful yeah and it's of course gonna be six fig six figures but come on a car like that is bound to be worth that much especially because it's probably gonna be a hybrid it's probably gonna be extremely fast yeah, that car is designed to be a sports car. That isn't going to be like the Ocean. And I think he's starting with the Ocean to be able to get these cars out and be able to get people back into his brand name of Fisker and showing that he can make a quality car and then come out with another six-figure car. Because if why would you start out straight to another six-figure car that's cutting out so much market there's already so many cars that are being produced at that high cost he wants to be able to get his car out to the masses for a cheap price yeah and he he's obviously trying to get his word out there and his voice out there too i know when i was in portland i saw a couple billboards uh, i saw a couple other different types of promotions that he was doing for him uh, one thing that i do want to point out is upcoming news with this his, in his last letter to shareholders, he had a quarter two update. So at the end of quarter two, he's going to update us on the Foxconn partnership and a few other things within that, which could be massive, could spike the stock, could do a lot of different things for us. Yeah, and speaking of spike the stock, where these current share prices are a steal. We see this stock being so much higher it should be at least a triple digit stock price but as he drops more news as we get closer to our 2022 production date this stock price is going to soar and also later this year he plans on trying to get some type of in-car test drives to get us a better feel of what this car really offers. Yeah, he even said in his letter to shareholders, quarter three to quarter four, he's going to do a first-hand presentation. You know, there's going to be news people there. You know, there's going to be people recording, people test driving their own vehicles. That's going to be huge for us, huge for the drop, huge for the stock, huge to get our company moving forward and into the future. And like he was talking about our price target, look at some of the price targets on it. Right now, I know there's a price target for like, I want to say 25 to $27 
Originally, there was one for 32. And actually, I'm not sure how big this company was when they put out a stock price, but they said the company's worth over 1,700% of what it was at a couple months ago when it was at like $17. And as we get more details, more specifics on what this car is, on the technology that he's putting in it, as we're allowed to get in-car test drives, this price is going to soar. And if you could scoop up anything in the mid-teens, in the low-teens, any teens we were just looking at a couple months ago are a blessing because our strategy is long-term. Within the next year, as they come to production, within the next two years, as they start dropping more cars, and by 2023 is where Project Pair is going to take off, this stock price, as you look back on it, is going to be a blessing. This is going to be one of those one of those stories of, I was buying it in the teens, and then sure enough, a few years later, it's tore off way, way far away from that price, and we'll never come back down to these prices as this car company keeps growing. Exactly, and the one thing that's really great about this company right now that I think we all need to notice they're the first car company, if they release their vehicle on time, to release their vehicle on time and not have any setbacks or pushbacks. And Henrik Fisker keeps us updated constantly, and he has said every single time, we're on track, we're on track, we're on track, we're going to get it out on time on these release dates, which is going to be huge to be the number one, to be the only one that's ever done it. Yeah, even the one that they get compared to most, Lucid, they were earlier this year boasting themselves oh we're bringing a car to market right now we're bringing a car to market right now and then as soon as their spock merge got announced what did they say oh our our target date's going to be pushed back a little bit so it is a giant thing for the ocean to be on track for their release date yeah so with all our research and knowledge that we're giving you guys we want you to go do your own research do your own findings, see if what you find compares to what we find, see if you find something different than ours. Also, if you do find something different, check us out on StockTwits, on Twitter, on Instagram. We have an Instagram page, hashtag TPTTT. We also have my Twitter, which is Sky's Rocket Stock. We have Kaizen's, Kaizen underscore trades. Uh, go ahead and hit us up. Let us know what you guys find. Let us know if you have different opinions than ours, different speculation. We'd love to hear the feedback. Yeah, we definitely love hearing back from you guys, and feel free to hit us up anytime. But with that, we're going to continue growing these pennies all the way to the top. All right, guys, and we'll see you next time on Taking Pennies to the Top.